Welcome to the inaugural podcast of Game Misconduct. It's Don LaGreca and Jeff Candelmo, the two big hockey fans on the K-Show. We can't talk about it during the K-Show, so we nope. may as well have a podcast about it. So follow us on Twitter, at Don LaGreca and at Jeff Candelmo. We're going to have a lot of fun with this, so hopefully you enjoy the first one. If you don't, we won't do it again. Exactly. If we suck, just tell us we suck and it won't happen Yeah, anymore. you probably will because that's what you do on Twitter. Exactly. So what we'll do is here's the format. You know, Eventually, once we start getting going, we'll read your tweets and we'll get some guests on, but you got a five-minute major, five major topics in the NHL today, January 20th, and I think the biggest topic of conversation is it's official. John Scott's going to captain the Pacific Division. I think it's a huge joke for so many reasons. Number one, this is what happens when you let fans vote. A bunch of rogue ones say, let's see if we can screw up the system and get John Scott, who's been waived twice and traded to the Montreal Canadiens, who's played 11 games and has eight career goals into the All-Star game. It bastardizes the whole thing. But I give the NHL credit for this. They're letting it happen. Let it sink, and that way next year you can say, no more fan voting. Mm -hmm. But I also think the alternative motive for the National Hockey League is, hey, ESPN's talking about John Scott being in the All-Star game. People are talking about the All-Star game. We might get a few more eyeballs to see how this guy with no skill can play in a glorified skills competition. I don't like that aspect of it, but, hey, you want the fans to vote, then this is what you get. I think the biggest thing that I think of when I think of this game now is I, I look back, even in my lifetime, this game has become, to me, it was the my favorite of the professional sports all-star games, and then it became completely irrelevant. And to me, I don't see the argument if you're going to say, okay, John Scott is a joke, he makes this a joke, he, may, he takes away from the legitimacy of it, when to try to get eyeballs, to try to get people to notice the game, you've changed it now from... It was North America versus the world. It was East versus West, all these gimmicks, all this, that, and the other. To now we have a three-on-three tournament for 20-minute periods, or 20-minute games, I'm sorry. The game's already a joke. It already doesn't matter. So this guy, if this guy well, comes in and you make and you make this guy's this guy's life, John Scott, I mean, this is something he'll, he'll, he'll remember forever. And like you said, it's a story. Everybody in Nash was going to talk about it. I'm going to watch the game now because he's in it just to see what he does. This is, it's, well, this is getting... This is getting what the NHL wants, what the NHL needs, is eyeballs on the game. It, it, this is this is what they need. Yeah, but it becomes a train wreck. I mean, I don't need rubbernecking for people to watch my sport, all right? I don't want to have to come up with gimmicks for ways for people to watch it. And I also don't like the whole idea of, well, nobody cares about it anyway, so what does it matter? Well, if nobody cares about it, don't do it. But if you're going to go through the trouble of doing it, having it televised on NBC Sportsnet, promote it, then do it the right but way. But the players don't even want to do it. Yarmer Yager's tweeting saying, don't send me to the game. But at least he's going to go and he's going to participate. See, that's the kind of fun stuff I like. Yarmer Yager's got a personality. But he doesn't want to go. You know, he doesn't want to. And Henrik Lundqvist is the right. happiest guy in the world that he wasn't voted yes. to this thing. Sidney Crosby's all. played well, in one same, in, what, his career? It, it's the same thing with the Pro Bowl. We get what the problems are with the All-Star game, but the idea is to try to get the guys that are the best at what they do. And if guys don't want to go and they're replaced by subpar guys, that's just the way it goes. It happens in every sport. But John Scott does not deserve to be in the All-Star game. 
And it no. really bastardizes the whole thing that a guy with almost zero skill, who's technically not even in the league, right. is going to captain an entire division. And also, the negative byproduct of this is a Joe Pavelski should be the captain right. of the Pacific Division, right? Jamie Benn should be the captain of the Pacific Division. Those guys have earned it. They're having great years. And because an Arizona Coyote has to be represented, if you get rid of John Scott, then maybe we get Domi in there mm-hmm. or Duclair in there. Or maybe, how about this, a nice goodbye to a, a Shane Doan, who probably isn't going to play forever or get another opportunity to play in the All-Star game. To me, those are good stories. Those are fun stories. Not this joke. You don't think this is fun? I think it's fun. It's fun. A guy who's ne- who'd never— A dumpster the only, fire is fun. The only, no, seriously, if I'm watching a dumpster, you're not going to pull over and watch the garbage right. burn? He's not. What makes you think he's going to be so bad? It's going to be such an embarrassment. Because he doesn't have enough skill to play in the oh. league, and now he's playing in a league. No, seriously. The only way this guy would ever get to an All-Star game is if he was going to buy a ticket like the rest of us. This is cool. Let him go do it. This is something that's fun. It's an All-Star game. At least the the one thing I give the I will give the NHL credit for is they are letting this happen. They didn't do what Major League well, Baseball did with the Royals. They didn't do well, that, that I agree with. They they are letting but, this happen, and you're right. This will be the last time this happened. They're going to go well, to some sort of format where fan voting is only going to be able to name like who's eligible, or the NHL is going to say, here's six guys that are eligible from each division, or ten, or however many guys, and then you vote on those guys. They, I mean, this is the end. This, there'll never be another John well, Scott. I hope so. No, that's going to happen. There's no way they're going to. They, they, think of all the ways that the NHL tried to stop this. They had the, the Coyotes ask him not to play, and John Scott was like, go scratch. I'm going to play. And then... You can't tell me. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm being too conspiracy here, but I think there was something to that deal that they were saying. Throw John Scott in that deal, well, so then maybe this takes care of itself, well, and then he doesn't play. If that turns out to be true, the guy gets sent down to the minor leagues from right. Montreal. So basically, you took his job away from him. You you did. So those yo-yos that voted thinking it'd be funny cost the guy a job. Yeah, but they didn't. Should mean they have to that kind that. of? Oh, I don't know what they meant to do. Does they anybody want to see John him. Scott in a three-on-three? I like the guy. He's a good kid. I met him when he did work with the Rangers. Right. I get it. It's not. It's not a. Me not liking him, it's an all-star game. I don't care how you've changed it. I don't care what the format is. But it's for it's the fans. It's an all-star game. It's for the fans. Does any fan want to see John Scott? Otherwise, the, the, the few rogue ones that just wanted to see if they can buck the system but in Arizona? But you can't say that those people aren't real hockey fans. No, those are real hockey fans that are a pain in the ass. Well, they are, right? but they're real And they wanted fans. to see that if they can disrupt the system, and it worked. And they should, and they should get the to enjoy it. Not the spirit of what it's supposed time. to be about. I understand that. How many people go to a rogue Arizona car, uh, Coyotes game? Ten thousand people. So don't tell me the world wants to see John Scott in the eleven games that he played. Did he affect attendance? No, probably not. No, but this is a in guy, his five minutes that he played on average per game. Did but, he affect attendance? But, did he affect ratings? Think how many. Think how many people are talking about this. How the the, oh. the, the movement on Twitter? This got people talking. This this was ultimately oh. good for the game. You can't tell me that it wasn't because it's a meaningless game to begin with. It's a it's a game that is usually. Like you said, the top tier players don't even show up. It, right. It's second level guys, and so, it's a game that doesn't matter. So the whole philosophy of there's no such a thing as bad publicity. So the fact right. that uh, you know Bob Lee can go on ESPN exactly. and talk about what a joke it is, that's because good it, for the sport. It, right, oh, fine. you really think Bob Lee said that? I don't think Bob Lee said that. But, when they, say, but what are they guy. doing? You know, how many great thrilling games happen in an NHL game? We both love the sport, right? right. On any given day, I could sit there and look at the Blackhawks are doing what oh, twelve night in a row. It was great. I mean, you know, it was a great look night. at the year Alexander Ovechkin is having. Fantastic. How about the 
the thrilling performance by Ryan Miller last night. He's made 93 saves in the last two games. Can't get any of that on SportsCenter. No. But all of a sudden, John Scott, either here, here's what happens. John Scott either bludgeons a guy on the ice or gets <laughs> voted to the All-Star game. Now, all of a sudden, he's on SportsCenter, right? Well, he is on SportsCenter, but at least this will point everybody to NBC Sports on the weekend. And it's not going to be... Uh. It's not going to be, you know, the John Scott show. You're going to go and you can see, wow, Ovechkin can really play. Light, this is fantastic. Light this a is- dumpster on fire. That's what they should do with the intermission report is set a dumpster <laughs> on fire and maybe that'll help ratings because I love a good dumpster fire. Yeah, well, no, That's what this is, a really good dumpster fire. You can't tell me that, any, that anybody, even hockey fans, don't care about this game, really. this, this, this brings, I don't care about it. See, this is bringing everybody to it, though. You're going to watch now just to see if he does suck like you think he's going to. I don't have to and you watch can't it, tell I know. Me, you can't tell me if the Jamie Benz or, or whoever's going to be on a line with him, they're going to try to set him up. They're going to try to get him a goal in this game. That's going to be fun to watch. What if he does score a goal? What if he does play well? I mean, he wants to go. If he thought he's really going to embarrass himself, I don't think he would go. I mean, there's part of him that thinks he can do this. Well, his wife's pregnant. Maybe she'll have the baby and he doesn't see, play. See, that's we can't root for that now. I re- want to see him play. You uh, do. You want him. You want his car to break down. No, you want I like his wife the guy. To go in the Good labor. for him, but I mean, I, I don't really want to have. It's a, it's the equivalent of passing out flyers. It's the equivalent of getting people to listen to our podcast. I thought the league was be of all these stupid histrionics well, to get people to pay attention to something in the grand well, scheme. And then of you can't say that, and then, and then you can't go to three on three and make the. It's a sham as it is. It, it's 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 completely. Well, I've always said. I, I talked to somebody at the league years ago, and I said, "Why don't they just pull the plug on all these all star games?" Uh, sure, the only one that really works is baseball because of the fact that there's right. nothing else going on in the middle of the and summer. You know, you know what works against. I, I was reading this the other day. You know what works against the all star game in the NHL too is you have the Olympics, and the Olympics is what well, the all star game should be and, every four. Four years and that hurts the NHL All-Star game because people are right. like I see that every four years I see these guys want to play want to win competitive hockey the best players in the world every four years and the World Cup of Hockey is coming up and in that's September coming too, that's going to make it marginalize uh, it even more uh, obviously I mean that's the case but the reason they don't pull the plug the reason why the Pro, Pro Bowl doesn't pull the plug or anything corporate else sponsors. is because of the corporate sponsors. Mm-hmm. So the game isn't even for the fans anyway that's for the money he's it's Jeff the Kent. Honda All-Star game he's right. Jeff Candelmo I'm Don LaGreca the game is going to be in Nashville coming up uh, next uh, Sunday, uh, January 31st. All right, uh, topic number two, the New York Rangers. A lot of people seem to be in panic, even though they won the game last night. It's a team that sits with 55 points in 46 games. They're in second place in the Metropolitan Division. That's all well and good. There's a lot of teams that would love to be in the position that they're in. But when a team has averaged a third-round appearance over the last four years, it's becoming abundantly clear they're not championship material. Now, I get asked on Twitter all the time, and you can follow me at, at Don LaGreca, you can follow Jeff at, at Jeff Candelmo, is what's wrong with this team? Well, they don't have a glaring weakness. You could say the third defensive pairing, Keith Yandel's a turnover machine, but really, you're a Penguins fan. I'm sure you're not thrilled with your third defensive pairing. I don't think anybody is. Otherwise, no. they wouldn't be your third defensive pairing. Right. Scoring could be a lot better. They could roll four lines much better. They, right. Rangers would love to be the Islanders to be able to throw out you know, a Clutterbuck and Sezikis mm-hmm. and Martin is their fourth line. But the problem is high-end talent. They don't Couldn't have agree more with you. high-end talent like Chicago, like Washington, like Dallas. Now, they might ultimately be more well-rounded than Dallas because I think Dallas is a little top-heavy, but Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan are better than anybody yep. the Rangers have. And you've also seen Dallas sort of come back to earth a little bit recently right. because of that, because if those guys aren't you know, scoring every night, then they're not going to win. But... In a 2-2 tie in the third period, yep. the Rangers are better than a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. But I'll give you an example. Okay. 2-2 tie, mm-hmm. Saturday, 
Rangers Flyers. Right. Rangers ended up winning that game in a shootout. Mm-hmm. But if that's a playoff game, yep. you're probably liking Wayne Simmons and Claude Giroux and Couturier and the talent that Philadelphia has to score a goal in a big mm-hmm. spot than you do with the way right. Nash is playing. And Zook's a nice player, but yeah. high-end talent. You play Washington to mm-hmm. a tight game, yep. who's winning late? Well, Ovechkin, Backstrom, or what the Rangers But have? isn't that sort of the paradox when it comes to the NHL and playoff hockey? Because in playoff hockey, the scoring is all down. It's a lot of 3-2-2-1 games. So you'd think a team like the Rangers that has shown in the last few years – they haven't had the top-end talent the last few years, but they've been able to lock down other teams, play good defensive hockey, and grind out these wins. But you're right. I agree with you. When when it's late in the third period or in overtime in a playoff game, you can't look down the Ranger bench and go, who's going to take over this game? Who is going to get a chance? Who's going to capitalize? That's the problem with the Rangers. That's always been the problem with the Rangers. Is they don't have that. They don't have a Kane. They don't have a Taves. They don't have a, you said, Drew, even on a smaller, you know, a team not as good as like Philadelphia. They don't have that, and that is the reason why. And it's crazy, like you said, this team is a good team. They're in good yeah. shape. They're, they're they're in good place in the standings. But just you know what it takes now to win a Stanley Cup. You've seen it how many years now for the Rangers, and they still don't have yeah. that. Now, now, granted, the high-end talent is between the pipes. But in a league where Corey Crawford wins Cups yep. and Antti Niemi wins Cups and Ben Bishop can go to a Stanley Cup final, it's you the wonder goalie, not the best goalie. if that's where you want your best player to be. Topic three, Devils. It's a nice story, Jeff. The best story, I think. You know, they've got Most 51 anyway. points. I mean, they've got a shot to go to the playoffs, although you have to consider when you take a look at the standings, if the season were to end today, they'd be the second wild card. But Ottawa's got a game in hand on them, just a point behind. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's got two games in hand on them, just two points behind. It's a log jam. So yeah. with their 47 games played, they're going to have to start winning some games here. But Neil Smith one time told me, former general manager mm-hmm. of the Rangers and the Islanders, with the shootout and the extra points and the three-point games, if you really want to see how good a team is, look at their goal differential. Yep. And the Devils sit at minus seven. So they're kind of in the hunt, but ultimately what's going to kill them, as good as uh, Corey Snyder is, mm-hmm. and I think their defense is coming along a little slower than they thought. Guys like Larson and Jelenas still haven't shown yeah. the potential yet. What's going to kill them is – they're not going to score enough goals to win games to get into the Well, playoffs. and I think so far this year you've seen they're getting goals from from guys pretty consistently that you don't know how much is that going to keep up either. I mean, Lee, I see Lee Stempniak scoring a lot of goals yeah. in, these, in these box scores, which I don't know how much longer that's going to keep up. But if you're a team that obviously is, was hitting the reset button, bringing in you know a new coach, a new general manager, everything, you got to be pleased that you're in this. Everybody thought they were going to be worse. Yeah. You're playing with house money. This is going to be a fun second half for them. And... You're talking about goal differential to look at a team like Montreal. I think they were plus 32 in going into like December 1st, and now they're minus 10. I mean, you see how much that matters. That is an important stat. Yeah, and the Montreal's in all bunch of trouble, and they could talk about the fact the price has been out. They don't score goals either. Montreal's a lot like the Rangers in the sense that right, you know, Max Pacioretty's a yep. really good player, but if he's the guy you rely upon the score, and you they know, have the goaltender, too. It's the same kind of deal. And Gallagher's price. been hurt. Yep. Subban's only got a couple of goals, although he's got a ton of assists, and he's a wonderful defensive player off, you know, from an offensive standpoint. But got to light the lamp a little bit more, especially on the power play. But that's Montreal. That's a topic for another day. Yeah. All right. Well, one thing I wanted to bring up that you just thought about, though, when it comes to a player like Subban and it comes to the difference, like, what do you need? Do you To win, do you need the top-end score? Do you need, the uh, you know, the better defensive team or the better defensive player? Look at that trade where uh, Nashville sent – uh, Seth Jones to Columbus for Ryan Johansson. If you had to start, I, I heard, I was listening to a hockey podcast. It was a great question. If you had to start a franchise right now, would you take Johansson or would you take Seth Jones? And you wanted to win a Stanley Cup. 
Like you that that was, you wanted to build a Stanley <laughs> Cup champion team. That's a tough question. See, yeah. because because it's that well, paradox that we're talking didn't about. Think that Seth Jones was the guy. Well, but, but they, they also have, logjam of defensemen. They do. They Imagine don't need them. A logjam of defensemen. Of, and Ryan like, Suter was somebody they lost. This is the second guy that right. they let go. I mean, they have. But I mean, they have really good guys. But what can make you special is if you can get production from your blue line. The problem with Nashville is they don't have any real forwards that can score in any kind of great clip. Right. But if you can get production, and I know I'm harkening back to another era, mm-hmm. but one of the most underrated players in that Rangers Cup run in 94 was Sergei Zuboff. Mm-hmm. You know, Brian Leach, you knew, but then Zuboff's producing. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a different sport, different era. Well, but if won- I'm able to get production from an area where nobody else can. See, and this is going to be a topic we're going to close out the podcast with in a second, is who's better, Chicago or Washington? You know, when what makes Chicago? Everybody talks about Kane. Everybody talks about Taves, Corey Crawford, Joel Quinville, Keith, and Seabrook. That's what separates the Blackhawks from anybody else they're going to play. Right. They've got two absolute studs on the blue line. Studs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that and nobody was, else has. Look at the Kings, Dowdy. I mean, that you're right. You need that. You absolutely need that. But and I want to give credit. It was it was Wyshynski and Merrick. Those guys are fantastic. That's where this this came up, and I thought it was a great question. But if you're asking me just what is more scarce in the league. I feel like defenseman is still also more scarce. Like there's 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 more great forwards and more, and great centers than there are great defensemen. That's why I would I would I think Columbus was smart to get Seth Jones in that deal. I think your your chances of finding another Ryan Johansson are much better than finding another Seth yes. Seth Jones if Seth Jones ends up being the player that we all think he's going to be because he's mm. only what 21. He's really young. So still. young. So, so young. that's just something that I thought was interesting when you talk about what these teams in the Eastern Conference have and what they might need moving forward. All right, topic four, uh, the Islanders right now, third place in the Metropolitan Division, 54 points. They've got a game in hand on the Rangers and the Capitals so they can move up, plus 11 goal differential, solid at home, average on the road. I guess you can live with that as well. Same questions, can you win with Halak? Mm -hmm. But they've got to get healthy on the blue line. For me to really think this team can make a major run, it was a difference last year when they yep. were able to push seven games, you know. But obviously, the injury to Boychuk is something that has to be pretty concerned. That, but also, I think with the with the Islanders as a whole, what do you think has to elevate them from a team that is going to be maybe the bottom half of the playoffs and maybe can you know take a take a series seven games or surprise a team to becoming a legitimate cup contender? What is what is it? The goaltender is that what they need? Well, that seems to be the Achilles heel, right? I mean, right. I know Halak went to a conference final with Montreal five years mm-hmm. ago, but could you say that that maybe is what held them up last year in a very tight series? Yeah. Holpe was just better than Halak. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that it? Holpe missed the game in that series right. and still, you know, so you know they've got the skill up front mm-hmm. and you know that they've got a very good blue line. Yep. So where is the missing link? Because you just said they roll four lines. Man, you're like, I wish the, the Rangers could yeah. roll four lines like they can. But if you ask me who I think is going to go deeper in the playoffs this year, it's the Rangers. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing is that th- there's a lot of promise around the Islanders, but when does it become, okay, you know, we expect them to do more. If you want to take a parallel from baseball, you know, there was so much promise about these Mets pitchers, but then the Mets took that step, and now they're expected to do more. You know, when does that happen? We just got to do it. It's like Washington. It's like, all right, I'll believe it when I see it in the playoffs. And right. the Islanders had a great regular season last year. Mm-hmm. They beat the Rangers the first three times, if you remember. Yes, I mean, they, did. they were the most exciting, they fun team games, in the yeah. area. And it was nice to go seven games. Hey, we started ESPN Radio. Mm-hmm. We had the Islanders. We were the rights holders to the Islanders. Yeah. So I was there for that run in 22 when they went seven games against Toronto. Yeah. And then when they when they played the Ottawa Senators and the Tampa Bay Lightning, they couldn't get out of the first round then with Peter Laviolette. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of that same thing. Until you do it, 
until you show me that you can make a run. I mean, it's been 21 years going no 23 going right. on now. 1993. Yeah, you mentioned Washington. though. Washington had a lot of people. You've you've told it to me off the air that they changed the coach. That's a difference. They have to change the coach. The Islanders. Well, you talk about the second winningest coach in franchise history, right? But there is a, a, a feeling that have you run your course with Jack right. Capuano? Like, and I would think that if this team makes the playoffs, and clearly they're going to make the playoffs in my mind. I completely agree. And they go into a first-round match, especially if it's against the Rangers, mm-hmm. a team that they have played very well against so far this they year. Just match up with And them, you yeah. lose that you can make a case you got to let the coach go. Mm-hmm. As much as I like Jack and I think Jack does a good job, mm-hmm. Right. You got to do something. Well, I think the one thing I want to get into this podcast, if, if it does go forward, if you know you people say that we don't suck, that do listen. I think the biggest thing is I want to look at the bigger picture for teams like the Islanders and, and the Devils because the Rangers are there. The Rangers are supposed to contend. The Rangers, I think, still will contend. It's just I don't know if they're ever going to win a Stanley Cup. The Islanders now for I mean it's been a few years now where they've been like you know they're the team they're they're getting closer they're almost there look out look out and then when does that happen when does it become okay now. You know, when when does John Tavares start to get the heat that Alex Ovechkin gets for not winning? That's my question. Well, because he, he hasn't been the reason. No, and but neither. But I, I mean, don't want to get into that Ovechkin. NBA debate where it seems like when the Cavaliers don't win, it's LeBron James's fault. But, I don't think that should be. Just like right, the, 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 but the any Capitals, team that doesn't win, they well, get the same. They, well, Ovechkin well, gets the heat. Ovechkin gets the heat. Gets the heat. The Malkin gets the heat when they don't win. Uh, you name it. I mean, if the Blackhawks don't win, Kane and Taves are going to get the heat. That just no. comes with being a star player. But if in you're the getting the job Rick done, Rick Nash gets the heat in New York when they well, don't win. You're right. You're going to get the heat, but is that the reason? Forget about the heat. You're going to get the heat. The okay. fans are going to get it, go after you. You're the biggest name on the team. All right. We weigh everything no, with yeah, rings now. Asked, of course, is John Tavares the reason the Islanders would lose right, anything? Well, of course it. not. Of course not. So, no, you know, offense to everybody listening, but it really doesn't matter what you think. It's about ultimately, is that the reason? Yeah. Is John Tavares the reason we're not winning? Now, Alexander Ovechkin. Before Barry Trotz was a guy that just didn't live up to expectations. You can make the case that In the he might have been the reason. Right, certainly wasn't the reason last year. Nope. I mean, he was. You know, he he, he turned completely turned himself around defensively. Yep. How about this stat? Turned Kenny gave it during the broadcast on yep. Sunday. Since he was drafted in 2004, he leads the league in goals, obviously, mm-hmm. with 503. He's fifth in hits. Yep. He's as well-rounded a player as there is in this league. And that was made him the difference between all these great right. players that we've but, seen is that he does it both sides right. of the ring. So, so now with Trotz there, that excuse is gone, but we've got to figure out you know, what the other Achilles is. But I don't know if Tavares is the problem, but, yeah, the fans will get on him because he's the big name mm-hmm. and he isn't winning, but... I'm not sure unless he goes out there and, and they get swept in four games and, and he's a minus 12 and doesn't score a goal. But as of right now, I don't think he's the reason that he doesn't have the killer instinct. He's missing something. I don't see that okay. in John Tavares. But I see it in the team because they haven't done anything yet. And we'll see if that right. changes this year. Final topic of conversation. It seems to be a league-wide feel that the best team is the Washington Capitals. They've got 73 points, the most points. They're Plus, goal differential at right now 55. Yeah, I saw that. 55. Mm-hmm. Second in the league is Chicago at 33. <laughs> Think about that. Yep. All right. And Dallas is in the conversation too at plus 29. They are 22 goals ahead of mm-hmm. Chicago. That's just won 12 straight games. But who's got the chance to win it? Obviously, everybody's going to say Chicago over Washington because mm-hmm. Chicago's done it three times in the last six years and yep. did it last year. 
But do you agree that right now, on January 20th, the best team in the league is the Washington Capitals? I do believe that, yes, they are. Now, but, you, but it's a different question if you ask me when the playoffs start, who do I think is going to win the Stanley Cup? I think Washington could be third on that list. I, I really do, and that's what—that's well, the difference. Is right now, yes, there's no question. They're playing the best hockey in the, in the NHL right now. Well, not right now, but over the course of the season, because the Blackhawks right now are untouchable. They're they're playing some unbelievable hockey to get to the you know 12 straight wins. But like I said, come come the end of April or, or the, whenever the playoffs start, middle of April, I would put Chicago. I think the Kings are going to be right there well, again. You know, all these teams in the West that are always there. Yeah. See, that's the thing is, I think the easier route to the final through the East. Is through the East. Yes, they'll get there. Because, I mean, who is it? Right now, Florida is the first place team in the Atlantic. They came off that long winning streak, but now they've kind of settled mm-hmm. down a little bit. Yep. So I like Florida. They've got an elite goaltender. There's no question. But is Florida going to go to a Stanley Cup final? Mm-hmm. Detroit, all right, they're having a nice season. Still young. But yeah. still young. Larkin's a guy nobody's talking about. They should. Great player. Tampa starting to heat up a little bit. Went to the final last year. Fun to watch, too. Fun, fun team. But I think they're significantly behind Washington. We talked about the Rangers. Boston is a scary team. I think they'll miss Lucic in the postseason. Playoff pedigree, though. They have veteran guys. You know, Chara getting older. Can he accept the grind mm-hmm. of playing every other day? Um, so, I don't think Montreal is a factor. Uh, Montreal may not even make in the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, that's what I'm you saying. Know. So Washington, clear. But Los Angeles is having a great year. Mm-hmm. You know they've got the pedigree and a little well-rested after not making the playoffs last mm-hmm. year. All right? yeah. Dallas hasn't been there a while. I think they're a little top-heavy. They've got a nice blue line, too. Um, you, of course, know Goligoski and what he's Great done. Player, yep. And I think uh, the addition of Johnny Oduya has been very good right. for them. Dallas is there. I think Dallas is going to become a team that's going to have to lose to a Blackhawks or a Kings in these playoffs before you really, you know, they're going to gain that experience. But right now, those are the teams, man. And, 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 I would take them over Washington, even though I think Washington is going to go to the Stanley Cup final. And I know you you're not a, you're not a fan of basketball necessarily, but it's a lot like basketball is right now. Cleveland is going to go to the finals in the East because there's no question. Right. But they're not the best team. They're not going to win the championship. Uh, it's John, the same kind of thing. Yeah, Klingberg, 47 uh, games, six goals, 32 assists, 38 points, plus 11. Very good player. Great player. You know, and not and certainly not the guy that's going to leap to mind. Uh, when you're talking about some of the talent they have in Dallas. So clearly the road will be easier for the Washington Capitals, but until you do it, nobody is going to believe it. But I've seen, I've called Capital mm-hmm. Games, I've seen them play, three, you know, they've played three times at Madison Square Garden. I've been at all three games. Mm-hmm. High and skill. Yep. Backstrom, lead the league in, in power play assist. You know what Ovechkin can do. The additions of Oshie and Justin Williams. Justin yep. Williams has won three Stanley Cups. Mm-hmm. So Washington, very dangerous. Oh, she has made an, a huge impact with, with the Capitals. All right, tell us what you think. Be honest. Like I need to say that Who on cares? Twitter. It's easy to do. At Jeff Candelmo, at Don LaGreca. Now, the nice thing about podcasts. We'll yeah. Well, the nice thing too is that the cool thing is is that if you click on it, it's over. I mean, if if you don't really, you really don't even have to listen. If you click on it, that's all we care about. Hey, it is what it is. How many Obviously. steps you at, by the way? What time is it? We're taping this at two thirty. Right. I'm at the uh, going on 3,500. So we had a long meeting today. Yeah. We had a town hall meeting. I had to sit through Gotta that for an hour and a half. Right? I will get to 10,000. This will be seven straight days if I can get to 10,000 steps. So I will the do Fitbit it. Fitbit is good. If you're out there I will and, make and, it you're, and you want to get a step tracker, it I'll, is motivated Don LaGreca. I want to live to do more podcasts. And that will so help. So tell us what you think at Don LaGreca, at Jeff Candelmo. 
It is what it is. I hate that phrase, but I think it's accurate and apropos for this. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, there's only so much hockey you can do on an afternoon drive show in New right. York with the Knicks, with the Jets, and the Giants. Baseball's going to get started here. Mm-hmm. We've got the NFL playoffs. There's so much to discuss. We try, and I think we do a better job than most shows here in New York to get some hockey in. But if you're looking for a fix, we're willing to do it if you're willing to climb aboard. Yep. So we'll give you all the different outlets in which you can find it. You might be able to find Well, if you're listening to it, you found it. So. Right. Uh, we will uh, promote it during the course of the Michael K. Show, but uh, we just decided to literally just sit down. We didn't even talk before we did it. No. Just two guys love the sport of hockey, mm-hmm. and we love you to be able to participate as well. So tell us what you think at, at Don LaGreca and at Jeff Candelmo. That's J-E-F-F-C-A-N-D-E-L-M-O. Yes. And, of course, Don, D-O-N, not Dom, <laughs> D-O-N-L-A-G-R-E-C-A, and hopefully we'll be talking to you soon. You think Kay gives us a plug? I'll give the plug. So Kay won't K won't even be I mean, he's got a lot of Twitter followers. I'd have to I'd have to beg him. You think? So I'll mention it, but there's a good chance he'll talk over me wow. because I have to just No, he'll do it. He's a good guy. Okay. I was gonna say that 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 wouldn't be good. Hockey yo!